Hello, and welcome to another Nine Circles audio thing. As always, I'm your host, Buke. And on this week's episode, it's an honor to be joined by the legend himself, Snake from Voivod. Sir, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Good to hear. Good to hear. You and I are talking on the eve of your guys' uh, Ultraman EP release coming out November 4th on Century Media Records. Sir, I have to start by asking or by, by saying, what a fun release this is for you guys to do. Right? How did the idea of this come about? Well, <clears throat> like... Um... I think it's just a, a fun thing to do. We were, you know, we've always been fan of, you know, of, of things like uh, the Thunderbirds and, uh, um, you know, in our career, we're, we have released a version of Batman back in the days and, you know, and it's childhood memories and, um, and Ultraman has always been one of those that we wanted to do um, for quite a while. And, Never had really the opportunity to do it, but this time around, as we were uh, recording uh, Synchro Anarchy, uh, we took the time to uh, lay down these tracks, and um, it came out pretty good. It was a, uh, it's it's more, it, you know, it basically there's a different team, you know, there's an intro team, and then there's a battle team, and you know, there's there's different theme in the in the music and. Um, uh, it's more complex than it, it sounds like. I mean, it's, uh, it's a little bit like a little rock and roll, but there's so much thing going on in the, in the music that it's really subtle, you know, and, it, and, and it's, um, um, it, was, it, was, uh, it was fun to do, but uh, more complex than we thought, I think. Uh, and it sounded great the way we do it. And uh, then we lay out, Later on, after Synchro Anarchy Tornado <laughs> passed, uh, we went back in studio and do the vocal uh, in English, French, and Japanese. Um, Chewy uh, is pretty good at in, uh, in Japanese, and so we um, we lay down vocals for that, and uh, it's it's a fun thing to. Uh, to hear and it was a fun thing to do it was a little bit complex for the as far as for the publishing because um these different things was the same um the same guy wrote them but it was on different publisher and it was a bit of complex uh to to deal with that but uh we finally made an agreement and then there we go it's you know going in in into it i had known of what Ultraman was and I had seen episodes growing up not to date myself here or make you feel old but I'm I'm 30 <laughs> I am 39 myself so almost the entire history of Voivod encapsulates my my life <laughs> I, I had to go back and look 
up Ultraman episodes. And I tell you what, you guys nailed it perfectly. Well, thank you. Thank you. You you guys nailed all these different parts perfectly. Did How much practice went into that? Oh, um, it's hard to say. I was not part of the whole deal as for the music. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm pretty sure, you know, Chewy and Rocky and everybody was like um, really focused on what's going on on the original version and um, made the best way to reproduce it. Exactly. Exactly. You know, Steak, I I mentioned my my age here, and we're we're quickly closing in on Warren Payne being almost forty years old, sir. When you look back on it, has that hit you yet? That you guys almost have a forty year history as a band. Yeah. Um, tell the truth, I just yeah, it's it's amazing. I mean, it's it's amazing that we got to that point. You know, we were just uh, back in the days. We were just you know, like a trash metal band, <laughs> one of one of those. And uh, but we had something in particular. I guess we were we were uh, really devoted to music. We were really we were, because we're from we're from a, a really far out region. Maybe um, it gave us more strength uh, to um, and more um, you know to. To be part of this uh, scene, and so we we fought a lot to be part of the scene, you know, and um, at the beginning, and so um, we uh, time time flies. I'm, I'm just it's incredible. But uh, uh, back in the days, if you would have told me that forty years later I will still be doing this, you know, I wouldn't <laughs> believe it. But there you go, um, and I, you know. I'm pretty proud of what we have we have accomplished, oh. and um, the thing that I'm you know I really like about that is that we always been ourselves. You know, we never really compromise on, or we never let ourselves fall into something like a genre or being stuck in a genre. Like uh, we're doing music because we love music, and it's a for way it's a creative. Uh, music is really different or maybe particular uh, in a form of art because uh, it's out there but it doesn't exist as it is you know like when you create it's 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 fun to imagine something but it's it, it doesn't exist until you put it together and then- that's that is true you know prior to war and pain and stuff when when you were growing up did you have this draw or this attraction to making art or is that is that something that when you discovered music it kind of opened this door for you was 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 music always your way of ex- expressing yourself or as a young child were you into drawing and 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 just making art as it as it was um, when I was young, I always been, uh, since I was, you know, maybe five years old when my uncles were coming to the, the house and, uh, I was giving a show, you know, I was disguised and, you know, put a carp doing Batman, whatever. <laughs> I, was, I, I think I had this entertaining kind of feeling inside of me. And then, um, I'd like, I wanted to make people laugh, you know, and, uh, when I was, uh, young and I was doing, 
stuff like that and people laughed about it um for me it was a kind of reward you know and uh, as a very young child and then um as when i got into you know teenage um I, you know i got i started to do um improvisation i was in theater plays i wanted to be i was acting actually and but music always been and especially metal when i discovered the whole records of my sister of you know back in the days it was led zeppelin and <laughs> steppenwolf and stuff like that so and they were like a little bit older than me and so i uh I, you know from mary poppins <laughs> <laughs> to Led Zeppelin, and I was a, the transition was right there, and I said, "Oh my God, this is it! This is what I want to do," you know. And then I was jumping on the bed, and then I discovered Kiss, and then the whole process of putting a, you know, um, theatrical stuff to the music, uh, and get inspired by the music to do theatrical theatrical stuff was a was one thing in my head you know and so while i was doing um theater plays and stuff like that i had a chance to join this band and uh with denny damour and michelle and and they were looking for a singer i never sang in my life but uh they um when michelle saw me doing improv one thing uh one night and I had a standing ovation for what I've done, and so <laughs> he thought I was. Uh, he thought I was like quite special. <laughs> and I said, "Oh, maybe he could be a good singer." But I said, "Yeah, but I never sang in my life." And so I, I had an audition, and I started up, and that's forty years later. Here I am. <laughs> you know, look, looking back at those early uh, recordings and those early albums, do you look back on those fondly or do you look back on them like, man, I, I don't think I sounded good at, at all? Oh, no, I, I, I was really ashamed <laughs> of myself at the beginning because <laughs> uh, I didn't, you know, I was trying to get sound, you know, and it was really hard at the beginning, you know, because you start to sing, but you don't have all the technique or, or your larynx is not, is not quite there. It's just like, it, it feels weird to hear yourself. It's, it's the same deal when, when you, you know, you hear yourself on the phone recording. Yes. Phone yes. You just thing. sound, you're like, who, like, who is, who's it, that guy? Yeah. <laughs> it's the same kind of feeling. The first time I heard a record, you know, warm pain or whatever. Yeah. I was like, in shock you know I, I couldn't believe it was me and i, I to tell you too just say oh this is awful just, what, let it let it go you know because uh, yeah. that's all the money we had and so it's all the money spent and uh i let it go as it is but of course you know as you know you get involved in two other things and you know you're the more you do it the more you take uh, confidence and the more you can express yourself in a different way. But Piggy always told me that you don't have really, you don't have to sing. You just have to create your own sound. And that's, that I thought that was a, a good advice. You know, I didn't want to push it to the limit or anything. I just tried to be myself or try to be that creator, or, um, that snake creature or some sort 
You know, it is it is it is great that that Piggy gave you that advice because you look back on it now and you are one of the most unique voices in metal. So that's cool that you know he encouraged you to be who you are. Yeah, exactly. He said, uh, and and to tell you the truth, that the, you know, the same kind of like. Uh, when I listen to the old, you know, Rob Alford, you know, Judas Priest, and sometimes he, he's a really good singer, you know, <laughs> he can pitch really high. And But it was more a question of his attitude in the singing, you know. You know, it was like, kind of like uh, special in a sense, but I mean, it was more of a sound, the sound of his voice. And... Uh, and I decided, you know, when I, especially when I got more into, you know, killing technology, I start to sing more than scream and, and stuff. So um, I kind of refer to that a little bit, you know. You know, there, I live, you know, for, for two things, well, my family, but I live for heavy metal and I, I, I live for hockey. And <laughs> I say, I say that I, I, I live for hockey because there is watching from the states, knowing what I know of Canadian ice hockey players, there's a lot of national pride about being from Canada and waving the flag of of Canada, and they're proud Canadians. Do you have that about being a metal band from Canada? Do you have that same national pride that? Hey, we're this big country, but there's still on a global scale. There's not that many big Canadian metal bands that we can we can name, but you guys being one of them. Yeah, of course, uh, it happens to me um, that kind of you know uh, being proud. I'm just being proud of what I do, but it it happens sometimes when uh, when we play festivals you know and um you play in front of a big big crowd huge crowd yeah and then you, you see german flags you see you know chile flags and then you see canadian flags and even quebec flags and then <laughs> there's a of course when you see that it's like hey these are my boys you yeah know? this like, is them yeah yeah of course you there's Sorry. A sense, uh, there's a sense of uh, of pride, but uh, for me, it's just that you know, of course, Canadians and Quebecers are, are, are a special brand. You know, uh, we live in a in a cold place, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're not so many. And uh, and of course, you know, we uh, we always been. Sort of like uh, proud in a sense, but I mean, I don't base anything around it. I mean, of course, I got what you're saying. And you know, I, I don't, I don't want to fall into political whatever issue uh, there yep. is out there. Yep, uh, we're all humans, and that's that's the exactly. Of we have to take care of other more. Uh, emergency situation. Ex- in the world you got that proud. right. Yeah. Hey, I got to ask you, were you a, you know, to quickly mention hockey, were you a Nor, a Nordique fan or maybe a Habs fan at all? Were you ever follow hockey ever? 
Oh, as a youngster, I was definitely an ABS fan, even though we were living close to Quebec City, closer yes. to Quebec City. But, um, you know, hockey in Canada is a religion, really. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, since I grew up uh, with my father every Saturday night, it was like, okay, <laughs> the show start, you know. <laughs> hockey no, night in Canada's on. Yeah, we're sitting yeah. down watching it. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, remember, on the, especially in the 70s when the, the abs were absolutely, absolutely dominating the NHL, you know, like uh, from the 72 or whatever, this period of 72 to 76 or yeah. whatever, four Stanley Cup in a row. And I, we were like, we didn't, it's funny because uh, the mayor of Montreal uh, back in the days, uh, he was. He got asked one day. Um, um, it was so obvious that you know we wanted a parade every year. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> so they were asking the mayor. So this year, what's where's going to be the parade at? You know, it's like it's not even the playoff. <laughs> uh, the team hasn't even made it yet. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was just like, uh, yeah, we'll figure it out, you know. But. Uh, of course they're going to win the, the, the <laughs> cup. You know? There was no question about it. Yeah, it was, it was almost kind of a given that the Stanley Cup and Montreal kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. I'm here I'm here outside of D.C. We didn't get to experience our first Stanley Cup until 2018. So we oh, didn't okay, have yeah. – we, we didn't have all the uh, – you know, many, many Stanley Cups you guys do. Did you watch Montreal's Cup run a couple years ago? What's that? Did did you watch Montreal in the cup run a couple years ago? Yeah, I did watch it, but uh, my I to tell you the truth, my interest kind of get lost at one point. You know, um, I mean, hockey right now it's just it's a business mostly, and it, it's it's a little bit sad that you know money got so much involved in it, and it's like. Um, yeah, guys, uh, they wear sponsors on their jerseys now. Yeah, I know. I know. Can you a, imagine like the those famous sweaters with a sponsor sticker on them? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's not like it used to be. That that's for sure. And, that um, is, yeah. We were like back in the days. It was like a, almost like watching gladiators. You know, like they were like killing. <laughs> yes, they were like, killing each but, other. But no helmet. No, just. Bright cream, you know, <laughs> fix their hair. And, uh, <laughs> but yeah. uh, um, Guy Lafleur passed away uh, not so long ago, and it was like a, a great moment, uh, you know, to remember uh, that particular period of time um, back in the days uh, when, you know, they were fa fabulous and famous and everything. And, um, it was actually great, great stories. Uh, people were telling, you know, witnesses, you know, Gina Fleur smoking a cigarette between two periods. <laughs> it was it, like back in the days, it was like that, you know. Exactly. Hey, you guys released earlier this year Synchro Anarchy, and I tell you what, it is, it is an amazing release, dude. It, you guys, you know, show no signs of of slowing down. What do you credit? You know, maybe it's hard to see from a band's point of view, or maybe you do realize how how good of an album that is. Do, you know, 
a lot of bands after 40 years kind of slow down and they they just mail it in. You guys haven't mailed it in. Do you credit the pandemic for maybe allowing you guys to release such a strong album because you had all this time bottled up? Well, yes and no. I think uh, the pandemic was a really, um, you know, it, it was not easy to deal with in the first place. But, um, of course, we had to um, do it thing, doing things differently. It's just like uh, we couldn't see each other back at the, in the pandemic. So um, we were exchanging files mostly. And... We're, we're still creating, but, you know, it was not the same as being the four of us in a room and exploring and experimenting, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but uh, we, we kind of like put it together when we had a, a little bit of relief uh, for the restriction. Uh, we had a chance to meet and actually uh, we did some streaming session that was really useful. Um, because especially for this record, because after the wake, um, the wake was an incredible response, and we won a Juno and blah blah blah. So it was really, really hard to top that in the first place. So, so we we kind of said, oh, we got to do things differently again, you know. And uh, anyway, it's always been part of the Voivod kind of story uh we never do the same album twice and um but but this time around when we do this when we did the streaming uh we looked at it and we said to ourselves you know we sound pretty good as a four piece in a room you know like no what no not really much of a artificial or uh stuff not so much you know multi-layers of guitar or multi-layers of vocals. And so it was, the, the session was pretty much straightforward. And we said, wow, maybe maybe it could be, because it sounded so good as it was. We kind of said to ourselves, maybe it's the way to go for the next record, you know, not too much artificial stuff, straightforward, but, you know, um, with great ideas, but not too much, uh, artificial stuff around it and layers of stuff, you know? So we went with that kind of uh, attitude when we, uh, we finally had a chance to meet. And then uh, it was crazy because uh, we were sitting around a fire and say, well, if we wanted to have a record for the next spring, then we have to deliver to the record company in, uh, in September and we're in July. And it was like... <laughs> We had four months to do it. <laughs> then we were all sitting around a fire and say, hey, uh, can we make it? <laughs> like, and everybody's look at each other like completely like, oh my God, four months, you know, how can we make a record in four months? And, but we managed to do that. To do that and it's, and it was insane. To tell you the truth, I don't recommend it to anybody <laughs> out there. <laughs> To do a record in four months, I don't recommend it. Don't do it. <laughs> it's, just, it's madness. It's, don't yeah, do it. <laughs> yeah, you're going to kill your brain. But uh, somehow we, we managed to do the best we could. And uh, uh, 
it gave good result because there is a sense of an emergency in it. There's a sense of, okay, you know, get to the point right now. And it, it was like that actually, because uh, when I was writing lyrics while Chewie was creating riffs and then the next day it was different. And then, uh, you know, the, the same part was different and I had to rewrite stuff. And it was, it was a complete brainstorm in the four of us, uh, nonstop for four months. And, uh, but, uh, you know, <laughs> the best comes out of things in situations like that, you know? So you definitely came out of there with some more gray hairs. Yes. <laughs> but, but, but the cool thing is that you don't have to uh, think too much about things. You deliver. You, you don't have a second thought. You just, you don't have time to have a second thought. So it's just like, it's pure in a sense, you know, it's uh you get the idea, you get a melody, bang, bang, bang. First thing that comes in your head, you drop it and that's boom. done. Boom. You yeah. Know? And that's, uh, it's a little bit like that, that we, uh, we managed to, did, to do the album. <laughs> you know, you, you mentioned it really quick, winning your first Juno there with the, the wake after being nominated two times prior to that, how did finally winning it feel? It felt, it felt great to tell you the truth. Uh, I didn't expect anything. But I kind of knew that it was our time. I kind of knew it because there was so much. I think there was love. <laughs> the people loved us. I remember sitting there, you know, with all these people from the industry, and um, and everybody was saying hi with a smile on their face. People <laughs> were so so kind to us, you know. I think they recognized. Not only the talent, but the effort and the perseverance. The, the perseverance yeah. is a big, big one. And and everybody recognized that, you know. And uh, I think uh, uh, we were meant to have that at that point. And uh, it was fantastic. And it's like, a, it doesn't change anything, but it's like a, you know, a good poke, you know. And it's like, yes, yes, we made it, you know. We finally have some kind of recognition. You know, how did it feel coming back for the self self-titled album in 03 after that kind of step away? How did it feel coming back? Well, the self album with Jason. Yes. Um, yeah, well, after Piggy passed away, that was certainly a big change. You know, of course, yeah. I I, and, I can't imagine that. And it was three years of you know, doom and darkness and mourning and not, you know, not having a future because we couldn't picture anybody that could replace Piggy back in the days, you know, we couldn't find out who could do anything. And so um, I remember me and Michelle we were kind of trying to live and, and you know, you know, we we're releasing albums still with Infinity and uh, Catals and, uh, but it was post-mortem and it felt, it felt like, oh, okay, well, so it's, it, it's okay, but we live in the past or we live, there's no future. Mm -hmm. There's no, there's no, there's no way we could manage to have a future. And then we, we had a chance to, um, to meet with uh, Chewy and um, 
And then it was, I was blown away by his playing. Um, when we passed the audition, uh, if I was closing my eyes, it was like Piggy was just next to me. He had it so yeah. good. He had it so good, like off the record, like every note, every feedback, every, this, he's a really talented guy. And, um, and then from that point on, I could see the light at the end of the tunnel and try to imagine that maybe, maybe we can have a future and we can still keep going. Do you, do you remember, you know, when, not to make this a somber thing, but when Piggy's diagnosis came back and everything and he started going through all that, did, did he always want you guys to, to keep going on? Well, I guess... Uh, it never really, it never and really, maybe it never even came up. No, I don't think it came up. I don't, you know, I think until the last days, he uh, he fought till the last minute, you know, and he he was still creating songs. Wow! And um, I remember his girlfriend at the time bought him a uh, a nice uh, acoustic guitar, and uh, I remember he was sent back home. Uh, at one point, and it was in the final weeks, and he was still recording music. And uh, for him, I think he he really wanted to to get through it and and, and survive. And and you know, he was a he was pissed off that we had to cancel stuff. And <laughs> I said, "Piggy, don't worry about it. You know, <laughs> like just just get well. You know, concentrate yeah. on." You know your health and everything, and uh, but uh, at one point we all knew that there was no hope, you know, and it was not going on the right direction there. And so, uh, but I, I don't think ever, you know, he never mentioned it. Oh, guys, keep going. Or we're we're we didn't have these kind of talking. We're more like a hey, but how's it going? How about you this and blah blah blah. <laughs> it was like a normal situation, you know, going to the hospital room, and it's it felt like we're in our rehearsal room, you know. <laughs> we're still talking about music. You know, <laughs> You're still talking uh, about music right up and <laughs> until the end. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, I am I was blown away when I saw the you know, you know the switch switch gears here. You guys released this AI art video for Quest for Nothing that is absolutely amazing. And it's it's mind-blowing what in what you give art, you give a, just a simple sentence or a phrase or a word to the computer and you have them draw art. And this music video you guys did for Quest for is uh, is is awesome. Did you do you remember the first time you had a chance to look at it and realized a com computer drew all this? It's amazing. I mean, I was blown away. My eyes was hurting. And I <laughs> seriously, it's like it it demands a lot of concentration because there's so much going on everywhere. And it's uh, and I asked uh, Luke. I said, Hey, Luke. Like, how does it work that thing you know like and he said oh you punch in information and and then i realized like okay well okay so you gave the computer certain things let's say uh i don't know robot man yeah robot uh, versus uh 
Ashar, Giger, Art, or Tanks, or World War II, or whatever, uh, Salvador Dali, or, and then <laughs> enter. And so what amazed me is just that the computer imagined. <laughs> yes. It's like, it's like imagination of the computer. Yeah, do you know the, the the crazy thing about this is it's just just like you said for the people who are listening who are not from familiar I could literally type in right now snake eating a cheeseburger shirtless and the computer would boom 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 draw this image of you it's mind blowing yeah that's a new form and uh, it's going to be more popular we're going to see I mean people one of the first I don't know but uh, there's a lot of interest in it and it, Luke said, uh, Swiss said, uh, uh, it's going to be out there in a few months. People are going to use it in different ways. And, uh, you know, and I've seen, I actually see, uh, saw uh, um, like a comic book uh, made by Image Computer. So it's, it's, it's starting to be like really more popular there. And, um, but it's fascinating. It's just fascinating that, um, because you know, if if you like the computer, if you say, um, like you say, robot, you know, and then what does it think? It thinks that all kind of robots. It thinks like, oh, robotic. What does it take, you know? And then it, it start to imagine and processing these images and stuff like that. That's insane. That's insane. You know, you guys are going to be joining uh, one of my favorite all-time bands, Opeth, on on tour uh, coming yes. up. Yes. How how is it? You know, does it hit you yet that you know you get to go on world tours, seeing all these different cities and stuff? That 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 is so awesome. It's really awesome. This, you know, <laughs> for me, traveling the world is is the paycheck basically of doing this uh um and uh you know i like opet i like uh apparently they've been influenced by us at a certain point you know <laughs> but it's okay we're all, we are the underdog we're, we've always been the underdog <laughs> and uh, and uh, but uh, the fun part is that uh when you're on tour you know the the, the fun part is to really connect with our people we are connected and then you know our fans out there and it's a chance for us to play in front of bigger audience and it's a chance for us to um get some new fans uh, going into our uh, our band and, and it's uh, for for us uh it's always no matter what tour it is uh, you can tour with guar and it's going to be a different different situation <laughs> um and you can tour with anybody out there and it's like a family at one yes. point you know everybody knows each other i could tour with testament i could tour with anybody that's like hey or sometimes we get to a festival and of course festival is like oh you got one door another door another door it's they're all like friends <laughs> having uh, the catering together talk about what's the planning napalm death whatever it's it's a fun it's a fun you thing. know it's funny you just mentioned guar there and guar is one of my favorite bands you mentioned as a young kid you know dressing up like batman or or putting on shows and yeah. stuff like that how was it for you the first time you saw the art that guar puts on oh that was 
<laughs> long time ago, a long time ago. Uh, they played at the Fufun Electric. Uh, that must have been in eighties. When was when they, they were still? They had like a, a school bus. Yes, yeah, they were touring yeah. on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They had the school bus, and it was like crazy show, right? <laughs> and um, but I thought they were so funny, and uh, always been connected, and you know somehow. And then when we had the chance to tour with them, that was fantastic because you know it's uh, <laughs> you know too bad uh, Odorous passed away, but you know. We had a beefcake, a beefcake replacing, and then um, uh, we had such a fun time with them on tour. Uh, you know, the costume and everything. <laughs> you know, I'm going to tell you this. You know when Guar is in the room. <laughs> you know, because, it's, <laughs> because it smells so bad. <laughs> it smells like a, like a hockey locker room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the sweat and the latex. Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> like Guar has arrived. <laughs> yeah, Guar has arrived. Yeah, you can smell them coming. <laughs> yeah, uh, you got you know a couple more questions. And I'll I'll let you go. You guys released this Forgotten in Space box set. What a, what a really cool package you do. Do you do you uh, dip in dip your toe into vinyl records at all, or that's just something you you like to do for the the fans? Well, of course, the fans. There's a the vinyl itself is, is something that uh, for for the real fan, the collector. Uh, no matter what we release on vinyl, they're gonna buy four different copies. <laughs> they're gonna buy every color possible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I seriously, it's people that you know the release of uh, um. The wake and, and and stuff like that. We had like I think seven or eight different colors, and people were buying every color, you know. And so, and this is this is cool. The box set is really cool with the the little uh, the little U, uh, USB um, plug-in uh, skull uh, and uh, the demos, uh, you know, uh, of uh, of. Uh, Dimension Atrus and, and stuff like that. So for the fans, it's collector items and um, kind of like rediscovering also rediscovering songs that and the process of recording too, you know, because when you have like these demos, uh, you can say, okay, the, this song started with this, but it, the, the version now is that, you know, but back then it was that version and some some places I didn't have any lyrics for that section or whatever. I was just like, oh, oh, oh. But, <laughs> but, uh, but it shows to the people the whole process of putting a song together, which is quite interesting. And for the collector, it's just as it's gold, I guess. And exactly. You know, for, for a box set that spans so many years, is there, is there something in a, a, present day snake would have told a younger you that you've learned from all these years what do you say uh, is is there something that you now would have told a younger you from something you've learned from all these years as a artist and being in a band that well, you wish you would have known then oh there's many things that you know we're i hope when every day goes by and then we're less stupid <laughs> we learn something 
but uh, yeah, sometimes it, it it happens that I will listen to stuff or, or look at myself back in the days, and uh, oh my god, you know, like okay, uh, that was me back then, I, you know, or or maybe sometimes you feel like oh. I should have done it differently, but that's the way it is, and and you have to live with it. And it's and there's a beauty because it's a, it's a capture in time, it's a capture in location, and you cannot recreate the moment. And so be it, you know. Like uh, you have to accept, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 then that's the way it is. And I, I guess you know and. And, and, and on the other hand, there's something that I can't, rep- I cannot reproduce. You know, there's stuff from War and Pain. There's a lot of screaming that I can't now reproduce. You know, it was, it's impossible for me to redo that. It's, it's, that was captured at that very moment. And it's, uh, it's interesting. You know, you... <laughs> There's something I, I want to get on record here that, you know, from all the interviews, from all the live shows, you always have such an upbeat personality that I want to credit you for that. You always come off very happy. You always come off very joyful. You know, you always come off like the the sun's always shining on you. And I, I want to credit you for that, that you always... You pick me up whenever I see one of your interviews or you listen to your music or see you on stage or this interview here. You just you just are this ray of sunshine that, that always just just shines. You always seem like you're just like a child again, just having fun. Well, thank you for that. Uh, I mean, I have my bad days as well, you know, like uh, like anybody. Of course. But it's just uh, it's just maybe it's you got to be positive. There's no point of being um, mad at things. You know, it's, you know, I just like a few, few days ago, I had a car accident with me. Oh no. Yeah. I could get somebody fucking smacking the back of my car. I'm like, are you okay? Yes. (laughs) But as long as you're okay, you know, life continues. And it's just an example, but I mean, Everybody has bad days, and uh, but uh, today it's sunny, and even if it would be raining, you have to take the best at every moment. I think you have to take the best of situation, even disastrous situation. You have to laugh at it at some point because life's too short to to worry about things, to yep. be sad about things. You know, there's sadness. It's a Sadness and the natural things that happen, you know, but but um, don't build stuff on sadness, you know, and even though you have bad moments and, you know, you're thinking about really bad thoughts of whatever you want to finish it and then just remember that tomorrow is another day and another situation. Yep. And it's just temporary. <laughs> Everything is temporary. The time goes on. The time and things, you know, you will have another thing coming the next day and the next day. So deal with it as it comes and uh, take the best out of it. And the rest of it, just forget about it. You know, there's no point of regretting anything. 
you know. Uh, so what is done is done. You just have to move on and have the best time you can have, you know. You know, I that my God, you just you summed that up perfectly. You know, there's some some people. I always like this phrase. There's some people you could give them a gold bar, and they would bitch that it's too heavy to carry around. There's exactly. just there's just some people who like to complain to com- complain. Yeah, and uh, you know, uh, when 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 things happen in my life, I, it could be worse. It could be worse, you know. And I've sometimes I look at people and there's in their particular situation. And I say, oh my god, if I would be him, I would be so, you know. But. You cannot be in another person. That's why I never judge people because we didn't have the same parents. We didn't have the same chance. We didn't have the same opportunity in life. And I, I don't judge, you know, like people like, like, let's say homeless people. You don't know what happened to them when they were young and how they survived and how tough it was. And then if you want to compare, like you said, a, a guy with a golden uh, bar in his hand, you know, you can always compare to better, you can always compare to worse. And I, I have the tendency to say, well, I'm not bad after all, you know, and it's like, uh, it's not that I want to reassure myself, but it's just like, it could be worse. And uh, I, I feel extremely lucky uh, to have what I have to live in this country to, yeah. you know, you just take the positive side and then <laughs> it's, it, you know, you'll manage to see, oh, well, after all, it's not that bad, you know, because uh, there's people that starving in this world that doesn't have anything to eat. Yep. So, or they have their bombs on their head. Or you have so, bombs on their head, or there's somebody dying of like ALS right now who can't even move and speak and talk. You know, there's always people who have it worse. Yeah. And so just consider yourself lucky if, you, if you're in good health and have three meals a day and have you know, beautiful girlfriend. A roof and, over your head. A roof over your head. And, and, and just consider that as gold, actually. Yes, yes, yes. Very, very good words. Snake, it has been an honor to talk to you, sir. You guys start touring November 10th in Copenhagen all the way through, um, what's this here, December 9th, ending up in Italy. Are there yes. any countries here in this tour that you be, be going to for the first first time? Uh, no, I, I think we're no. Well, there's one place that I've never been at Istanbul. Oh, we've, yeah, we've been in uh, we've been in uh, Izmir, uh, in Turkey, but we never made to Istanbul, so that's gonna be the first time. I'm gonna spend, I'm gonna spend some day off there, so oh. that's gonna that's gonna be mind blowing. I'm telling you, you know, do when do you have these tour spots? Do you get to actually get out and see the city at all? Do you take that in? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, especially when it's the first time to visit, you know. Um, of course, depending on the schedule, you know, uh, sometimes uh, let's say you're in Berlin and you've been in Berlin uh, 25 times in your life uh, and you're really tired and you have a, you know, a big week ahead. And so you might end up relaxing at the hotel. <laughs> it's okay. But when you have days off and a particular place and good spot or uh, a first time in your life of course you're gonna you're gonna you know visit 
and walk and walk and walk and walk. You know, not not to play favorites here, and this is not saying one 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 city is is better than the next. But you ever have you ever been visit some city, and you're like, wow, it's it's amazing here. Oh, there's many many, uh, especially in Europe. There's so much um, so much history. Yes, uh, to look at, you know, it's like a cathedral and whatever. It sure uh, beats touring American cities. Like, hey, here I am. I'm in Baltimore tonight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but even that, seriously, I think there's a beauty everywhere you go, everywhere. And you can be in the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> and 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 seriously, I, you know, I've been traveling across Canada uh, late uh, recently. And, you know, you could be in the middle of a field in Saskatoon or nearby in Saskatchewan. There's, there's nothing. There's nothing. But there is a beauty in the nothingness as well. And there's a beauty in every aspect of depending where you are. You have to look at the beauty, too. You know, it's like you get out of the truck, you can say, I'm in the middle of nowhere. You know, But, yeah, but that middle of nowhere is nothing to compare to other middle of nowhere it's a particular middle of nowhere and you have to see the beauty of it you know and you can see look at the field and the wave that you know the wind blows into the the field there and there's beauty in everything and i think you have to you have to take the moment to um to see that you know is 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 touring hard for you now being I mean, of course you're not some grandpa but do you feel it in your bones or your joints <laughs> a little bit more the next day yes of course i, I, I do but <laughs> i do but uh try to manage myself uh actually i i, I think it was harder when i was young <laughs> really <laughs> well because we're partying so much and it was like now more like now easy. you're more taking it, mate. You're slowing down. Yeah, yeah. Eat your cereal in the morning. <laughs> take it easy. Have a nice breakfast. Nice sound check. And the life go, you know, the day goes by. <laughs> oh, uh, I I got you. Well, Ultraman EP is out November 4th on Century Media. It's it's a fun, fun, and like you said, it is it is a complex listen, too. There are parts. When you really dive into it, it's a fun listen. There's a couple rare live tracks at the end. Uh, that's pretty cool that you guys track down, track those lost encore tracks down, yeah. and put those at the end. That's yeah. that's that's really 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 cool. Cool man, Snake. It's been a pleasure talking to you. It's an honor. Please stay safe on the road. Stay safe on the band. And thank you again for always being one of the. Uh, shining stars in the uh, <laughs> metal realm and i will give you the the final word sir well try to catch us on tour and you know be happy and live the moment yeah you got it right thank you for that sir thank you thank you